Hi, this is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. I am always excited to be joined by my guests, but today is an extra special treat for me. The, the man that is our guest today is literally my first mentor and still today is one of the people I go to for sage wisdom and sound advice. Our guest today is Dr. Donald Joy. Among the many amazing things he's done and all the lives that he's poured himself into, both in the classroom as well as speaking all over the country, Dr. Joy is also a prolific writer. I am blessed, in fact, to have him help me with the editing of my first book, and he also wrote the forward for it. Today, he's going to give us some insight into finding your own voice when you're writing. And so let's listen in as Dr. Joy gives us some tips. Hi, good morning, Dr. Joy. Good morning. It's great to have you here with us. Um, I know over the course of the years, you have written a lot of different types of books uh, articles and many different things. Can you talk to us a little bit about learning how to express yourself through writing so that you sound genuinely like you? Uh, I'll do that because uh, most people, uh, when they start writing, as I did, uh, don't sound like themselves uh, when they write. Uh, nobody would recognize that it was written by that person. And what, what I've discovered is that uh, I need to be... Um, thoroughly familiar with uh, whatever subject I'm writing about. And uh, it's not enough just to sit down and say, well, I'm going to write something. What shall I write about? It's important that you're full of some kind of insight or wisdom that you have uh, uh, just developed over a long period of time. And uh, that has to come through mostly as wisdom. That is, you put it together in a way that uh, you uh, realize you're not at the same place you were when you started to try to resolve some kind of a problem or or some uh, riddle that was out there that was bothering you. And the other thing I have discovered is that I doubt that anyone can write unless they really have established significant friendships and they have talked with their friends uh, candidly, and they have made enough friends uh, that are close enough to them that those friends really know their own uh, history and their own identity. Uh, and it's in that kind of a trust relationship that uh, you, uh, anyone can find something that uh, they, ha they can share that's worthwhile. And whether that's an essay or an email or uh, whatever, uh, that kind of writing is uh, flowing right out of experience and uh, relational experience. So relationships and uh, having solved some kind of a riddle, I think, are the first prerequisites for writing anything of importance. We've, uh, we've said many times when we're coaching clients that all you really need to do is be a step ahead of the person you're helping. In other words, you don't have to reach the end. I think sometimes we want to be um, the pro at something before we write it, but sometimes it's just a, a little storm that we've gone through or something like that that can be as much or even sometimes more so helpful to people than to have gotten to a place in our life where uh, you know we have it all together, as it were. Would you say that is 
is valid in, in all forms of writing, that it's just about uh, expressing what you've been through and what you learned through coming through it? Uh, yes, I would. I, I, I would uh, in uh, the way that you're describing it, that uh, having a question to ask is important. But we need to do that orally somewhere, somewhere and really, really have worked through it orally before we try to work through it uh, in a manuscript. But that is, we need we need friends that we've laid it out for. Yeah, that's really important. Um, I think often when we're uh, when we work from home, it's easy to get stuck in a bubble and and not realize how important the people around us are. Um, but I think that's a really great piece of advice to be able to to really reach out and um, and connect with people and. I'd love to hear more from you about how that connection that we have with people helps us be able to sound as genuinely like ourselves as is possible. Well, we uh, it's important that uh, none of us become isolated. Uh, sometimes if uh, our marriage or our, our family is going through a crisis, we tend to isolate ourselves from everybody and put up a facade. And somewhere there have got to be some folks that you can just level with and say, uh, look what's going on uh, in our marriage or in our family or in our business. And uh, that may, may be a calamity, but that needs to be shared in order to develop any language about it. Because if you're not processing it with some trusted folks, then it's not going to ever be coherent to anybody. Wow. I had never really thought about it from that standpoint. But there is a tendency to go go silent and to isolate. If you've been hurt at church or at school or in the workplace, uh, then then we tend to just uh, draw back. And uh, so so families sometimes become really diseased because they have not maintained uh, a candid contact with uh, a few people around them. Because we all we're human beings, we're created in the image of God, and we are created for relationships. The Holy Trinity lives in relationship, and we are created uh, to be trinitarian in that sense that we really need a, a kind of a, a two or three way uh, connection uh, from uh, with other people. Well, I know. I guess I'd never really thought about. Um, it's always amazing to me just how practical uh, the things that seem so so spiritual really are in our day-to-day lives to, to get us, um, you know, not only through the day, but to the next level in who we are as a person. Um, you know, I think sometimes we think of those kind of things and, and we tend to place things of, uh, of our spiritual life off in its own little box. Do you know what I mean by that? And, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, and, uh, I, there are some, some other things going on in social media today uh, uh, that are very brief, you know, just the, uh, the Twitter kinds of things. Uh, I imagine that those are keeping people from ever leveling with anyone else uh, as you would face-to-face or confidentially by uh, email or something like that where you can uh, go ahead and spread stuff out and and uh, be thorough in what you're trying to uh, report is going on so that you get some reflection back. 
but uh, there there may be a pattern going on in our culture today that is isolating people, and they think that they are in a Facebook, for example, is probably a facade book. People are not revealing there exactly who they are. They would not do that on Facebook. That that's uh, for for the public. It's not a place where you're going to really grow or where you can get any kind of reflective interaction with your friends even. They're not going to come back in there because everything knows of that. You can't ever erase it, and it's going to always be out there. So you need need trusted people to talk to. I think that's really important that we we realize that um, no matter what we're doing in our work life, uh, no matter what our home life is like, that we need uh, in people in our lives that are empowering us to be the best version of ourselves. Uh, as you've all heard me say many times over, you were created uniquely brilliant for a purpose. You're not just an accident. You didn't just accidentally end up here one day because of circumstance or, or something like that. You were made for a purpose, and the best thing you can do in life is to fulfill that purpose. And it's not going to happen if you're isolated. Um, you know, to to quote a Bible phrase, uh, to hide your your light under a bushel. I mean, the worst part of of hiding yourself is that whole, you know, being isolated and only contacting with people on a 140 character level such as you know is is what twitter is and you can you can get some good messaging out to people but um you're not going to really develop a relationship um go deep as as the saying is with a person when um you know when you're t- when you only got a 140 character limit i mean seriously how how deep can you really get with a person when uh when you got to try to squeeze it all into a 140 character um <laughs> So we need to take our first break here. We will be back in just a couple of minutes. We're going to talk in more detail with Dr. Joy about how we can develop our unique voice and let the unique, genuine us come across to the people who are reading whatever we write and what we have to say. We'll be right back. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Hi, this is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. The world needs you 
and we want to help. I work with my wife, Kathy, and together we form the business development super team, Thrive Business Development. We are here to provide you with well-researched business strategies and empowered step-by-step courageous coaching to help you avoid overwhelm and break through to the next level of your business. Just for listening to the show, we want to give you a free gift. All you have to do is email steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We will help you get a free gift and access to specials from all of our guests. That's Steve at WeHelpYouThrive.com. Let us help you be a thriving entrepreneur today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve, and I'm joined today with my guest, Dr. Joy. And he's been talking to us from his experience of all the books he's written, how to be able to develop our unique writing voice and how to then express the uniqueness that is you through your writing. Uh, in the last segment, we were talking about something that I found really interesting, and that's the fact that to really truly develop you, as it were, in your writing, you have to actually be connected to other people. It's not about how much time can you spend in front of the computer or, or a notepad um, writing down your thoughts and feelings. It actually has to do with the communication and interaction with people that you trust, that you can be genuine with, that helps you then be able to express in writing how you really truly are feeling and how you came through something. Uh, I really appreciated uh, that insight, Dr. Joy. I had never really realized how impactful our relationships with others were on something that seems so isolated as what writing um at least feels like it is when you're sitting in front of the computer writing. Um, are there so when we're talking to the people that are around us and we have a breakthrough, is the best time to sit down and write that like right immediately after we have that discovery, or is it better to kind of let it, um, you know, grow inside of you a little bit and then sit down and write it? Which way is better? Well, often you'll have a sense that suddenly something has made sense to you. And it's important to capture that in some form. Um, uh, I sit down at the computer sometimes and just start uh, making me a note, and I don't even know what to call it. But I, uh, I'll make a, a document and give it a name so that I can just uh, uh, capture something that is a, a, a pearl that's come out of some uh, pain or suffering or... Uh, somebody else is uh, talking to me about what they're going through, and I suddenly see through it. I'm an introvert, so uh, even when I'm sitting with someone who intentionally starts a conversation with me, uh, I often say, you know, I'm going to listen, and uh, I'm not even going to take any notes because I want to really pay close attention to you. And uh, I, I will try not to interrupt you but I will begin to clarify and ask you maybe to uh, fill in some detail. And and when, when I can do that, uh, I start getting some sense that there's a, a role I can play. 
And in that one-on-one conversation I'm having with someone, I want to be sure I do not push an agenda that is mine on them. So in, in figuring out how you're going to write, it's important to have some experience like that. Uh, I think it's a good principle that you will never make a good writer unless you can be a good listener and listen to uh, the uh, the challenges that uh, other people are facing. And that lets you then, as you write, anticipate that and collect. You don't even you don't tell these people's story in what you write, but at least you've uh, gained wisdom from that, so that you can hypothesize. And you can say, for example, you you may have uh, uh, and and when you're writing, I, I I write in a voice that's personal. I I finally found that that's uh, more who I am than the kind of stilted uh, uh, English that I was writing. If I just thought I was going to write uh, an essay or a book, and um, I, I learned it, I had a wonderful wonderful teacher my first year at uh, Central Christian College in McPherson, Kansas, and, uh, and uh, uh, President Miller was the new president, and he had found this uh, woman in retirement uh, in Texas and persuaded her to come and teach at Central College. And her name was Mildred Myhills Owens. And every morning in English 101, uh, when I would, every Monday morning when I would uh, go to my class, it met three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And so on Monday morning, there would be a wise saying up uh, on the board uh, in the upper right-hand corner of the chalkboard. And I would read those things, and most of them I wrote down in my notes for that day. I, I took notes, and, and so I uh, dated uh, my notebook, and I would just start it out with that. And I, I found that she had lived long enough that she was a, a person of wisdom. And when she gave us an assignment, an early assignment, it was uh, she wanted us to write about a, a 400 word autobiography well little did i realize that she was going to read everyone's autobiography you know this first venture at writing she was going to read that and it was going to be uh, within her awareness for the rest of the time she knew me in the more advanced uh, course of the next year and uh, so I realized here's a woman I can trust. So I was going ahead and telling. Uh, I grew up poor, and I um, uh, and it was uh, during the Dust Bowl in Western Kansas, and uh, we were malnourished. I was malnourished. Uh, uh, my uh, uh, where, where my ribs meet uh, uh, didn't have the hard bone in there that it was supposed to, because I was malnourished and I had rickets. And um, I, a, a, a surgeon's son in college uh, just tapped me on the chest, and he said, "My goodness, uh, you, you don't you don't have that hard piece across there between your ribs." And I said, "Well, I don't know. Am I supposed to have something there?" He said, "That means you, you've been malnourished sometime in your life." So, so, so I, I just I just laid out my life for uh, Mildred Myhills Owens, and uh, she gave me feedback and showed. Uh, value in what I was uh, putting out uh, 
for her to read, that gave me a lot of courage that I I can accept anybody's story and I don't need to uh, uh, analyze it for them because I, I want them to be able to just uh, put it out there for for, for uh, uh, between us so that so that we we both understand that. And that that is that's the voice that I uh, have been writing uh, from uh, throughout uh, all, all the years. And uh, uh, I, I I I wrote a manuscript and sent it off to uh, a publisher and got it rejected. But um, I could see why uh, afterward and. Uh, uh, when they sent it back and rejected it, and I just wrapped it up, I uh, I still have it somewhere wrapped up in uh, extra paper, and uh, I I just wanted it uh, as a a reminder that uh, the first major project I wrote uh, I got back, but I learned so much from writing that one that I realized I, I was uh, writing a book about solving problems, and. Uh, uh, people I don't think are wanting to expose that they have problems by picking up a book off of a uh, bookstore shelf and buying it uh, if, if it's negative. So uh, most, almost everything I've written has a positive title, and I use a positive voice in it. So I basically want to talk about the upside and uh, in, in the process uh, help them uh, keep keep them from from falling into uh, dejection and uh, negative thinking about themselves. So that's a kind of a voice I've developed, and it uh, it, it shows up all the time. So if uh, uh, if someone contacts me on email, uh, boy, I pay a lot of attention to the person and. Uh, and uh, often I hear from people I have never met, but they have heard that uh, I sometimes uh, consult with people, and, and they'll ask, you know, could I give them some advice? Here's what they're into. And so I, I can work with them from a voice that assumes that they are in charge, and I'm not the one who's going to solve their problem, but if they can lay out what it is that they're facing right now, I'll walk around with them and uh, uh, see if we can find any uh, wiggle room for them to start uh, finding a, a way of mending what has uh, got them uh, paralyzed right now. So, so that's uh, that's the kind of a voice I've I've found myself uh, going to because of uh, you know all of us are uh, I, I like the uh, who is it said. Uh, Man is born broken, he spends his life mending, the grace of God is the glue, and we are all uh, broken, and we are spending our lives mending, and it's the grace of God that is the glue, and so that that is common ground, and so I, I'm, I'm glad to come alongside anyone and walk around their stuff with them, and um, I, I like to do that in anything I write, so... Uh, most uh, most all of my books uh, that I have written uh, has a section uh, uh, of of questions at the end of a chapter, 
and there are questions that I have heard from people, and I just want to comment specifically on it uh, at, at, at the end of the chapter. And uh, those are little anecdotes that uh, that uh, I've collected from uh, listening to, to folks. And I, I don't quote people, and I don't name names, but uh, uh, I, 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 I do that in order to uh, give that sense that uh, we we can talk about anything here. Uh, this is, uh, uh, but but uh, it's not a book about problems. Uh, it's a book that uh, can face problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. People are so much more interested in solutions than they are to uh, wallowing in their misery. And yeah. uh, yeah. I, I think and they need I think that's good. You know, they I need mean, hope. I think they need hope that there is something they can do. I think we all are are very well and in touch with the the darkness that's in within us that we want to overcome. Um, we don't really need somebody to help us dig deeply into that without there being a way out. You know, to to, to just have a uh, an introspective article that leaves you feeling awful and wanting <laughs> would not that's be right, a. Yeah. A good way to express ourselves. I mean, that's one of the reasons in uh, in uh, fiction authors why my two favorites are C.S. Lewis and Terry Brooks is because sure. even though they're writing stories, they uh, it's like even while they're writing, they don't forget that there is actually a reader that's reading it, and they will oftentimes address the reader, sometimes even directly. I, I remember in um, in uh, Terry Brooks' book that he wrote, Hook. Um, the last chapter, he, he literally starts the last chapter by saying, um, for those of you who haven't understood what I've written so far, you can just go ahead and skip this last chapter because it won't mean anything to you anyway. Um, <laughs> and that always, <laughs> That's good. that always cracks me up because, um, you know, it's, 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 not a, uh, it's not a nonfiction self-help book. And yet, um, even in that setting, he... He draws the reader in and says, "Oh yeah, I know that you're there. I, I'm going through this journey with you." And and so even in a in a fiction standpoint, I personally at least really like feeling in tune with uh, with the, with the writer. And um, I think uh, just before we go into the break, I'd like to point out one of the things that that you said that I think just makes so much sense, uh, and I'd like people to think about during the break. And that's that you need to be genuine. Uh, you have to let who you are out. If you're pretending to be somebody that you aren't, uh, it's really hard to really write in somebody else's voice that their story is not your story and you can't really tell their story because you haven't really lived it. Um, But you have lived your own story and when you own up to it and you be genuine with it, uh, it can really come out and it can impact not only other people's lives, but it can actually also impact yourself as you go through that writing process. So I'd like to encourage you during this break to think a little bit about what it means to really give yourself permission to allow the genuine you to come out. And we will be back in just a minute. This is the EWN Radio Network. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. 
One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Hi, this is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. The world needs you, and we want to help. I work with my wife, Kathy, and together we form the business development super team, Thrive Business Development. We are here to provide you with well-researched business strategies and empowered, step-by-step, courageous coaching to help you avoid overwhelm and break through to the next level of your business. Just for listening to the show, we want to give you a free gift. All you have to do is email Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We will help you get a free gift and access to specials from all of our guests. That's Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. Let us help you be a thriving entrepreneur today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Hi, this is Steve. Welcome back. I am here today with Dr. Joy, and we've been talking about developing your unique writing voice in your business. And I think it's so important to reiterate what we brought up in the last segment, and that's the fact that you are unique and you need to speak with your genuine voice. You need to bring out the real you. Don't try to tell somebody else's story. Um, Be willing to share who you really are to people. And I think that leads us really well into what I'd like to talk to you about this segment, Dr. Joy, and that's uh, the whole concept of you sit down in front of a piece of paper or a blank computer screen, and you're wondering in your mind, okay, what am I going to write? Um, and so if you could help us. You That's know, the last thing on earth I would do. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, the computer just stays there, and it just stays blank for That's right. days, yeah. weeks, months, yeah. you know. Um, and so you had mentioned in the last segment, and I wanted to kind of tie us back to that, that um, when a pearl of wisdom comes your way or something comes out of a conversation with somebody, you sit down and you make yourself some notes. Um, and so if you could expand on that a little bit more, um, do you do you just kind of have a collection of notes on this is something I might write about someday and then as the well, rest of them you, collect up? That's... i tell you what I do. Uh, you were never one of my students. Uh, your uh, your parents were both students with me, uh, 
but uh, I, I hear from a lot of students, and uh, they they will ask, you know, is there any new word from uh, research or from scripture uh, beyond what you were teaching, you know, back in uh, the time that I was a student with you? And so that that's enough for me to sit down and uh, begin a summary of uh, what I uh, where I am today on that issue that they've raised, and it takes me into science. I, I take the creation very seriously, and that's basically what science is looking at. Uh, it's uh, you know it's uh, it's reported in many different ways, and uh, but uh, the raw material of all science is from the creation. So that's that's where I would. Uh, uh, that's where I would uh, begin, and so I get some kind of uh, a scientific basis and uh, update that, and I put the, the scripture out that I understand more fully now than I did 20 years before or 10 years before. And uh, then I, I, would, I would just uh, begin to uh, unpack some possibilities. Because I I work with, I work with just a a kind of a, a template uh, in responding to someone and say well you know let, let's just assume that there are three different uh, choices you might have to make right now about all of this and I will uh, I will lay them out and uh, I, I don't know what all three of them are when I start. But I just realized that uh, uh, when you walk around a question or a challenge, uh, there are probably more than w- more than one response. Your first response uh, could be uh, three different uh, things, and so I'll detail some of that. Well, at any rate, when I finish uh, that document, I um, I uh, I don't put the person's name on it. It's uh, it's so that I can keep it in a in a word file. And so I, I put the date on it, and uh, and so that's uh, that, that's the the date it was written. All right, now I'm going to come back to that same document probably a half a dozen times in the next uh, three or four years, and I will go over it again. And it's amazing how those things grow, and how uh, my understanding of them grows. So. So what I try to write about in these uh, brief essays, I call them essays, and I have a special file for those uh, in in my uh, uh, Word document file, and so I can go to those and I can uh, I can uh, look over all of them, and uh, and uh, and see if there's anything close to what the present person is uh, facing, and sometimes I can say I'm going to send you an earlier reflection I wrote and uh, along with that uh, I've, I've made some addition and so I'll put another new date down at the bottom line uh, so that uh, if you looked at one of those you can tell how many times I've modified it and so those dates are all down at, at the bottom so that that probably dictates now I'm, I'm 86 years old and so I've been doing this now since uh, oh since the early 90s, because uh, I, I was hearing back from students I'd had in the 70s and 80s, and so 
I started this uh, uh, pattern of uh, just uh, dealing with uh, kind of the cutting edge. So that's how I, I get my prompts to what I'm going to write about. Now, occasionally, uh, I've never written anything for publication, but uh, it, it would be a good plan, I think, for anyone who is uh, uh, is at the uh, other end of uh, their productive career uh, to to just uh, go back and review those and see where there may be some kind of a pamphlet or a brochure that uh, you could uh, put together and uh, let, put it out there for other people uh, so that they could uh, they could use it. But uh, I'm not interested in in publishing right now, so that that's where I'm uh, working and that's how I decide what to write about. Yeah, that's great. Um, we encourage our, our clients, actually, to realize how impactful the work that they've done, the things they've written. Even, you know, we were we were kind of a little harsh on Twitter and Facebook. There is some use to those um, at, at times. And even some of those kind of things can come together or, if we're doing our business correctly, should come together um, to develop a um, – an actual message that is bigger than just a post or just an email to somebody or, or just a newsletter that we wrote. Um, and uh, it, it, it often, I love how you said that, you know, where you collect them together, you put dates on them. And I liked the part where you keep, uh, you keep realizing how often you're going back to the same subject. And uh, I think that's really good to, to really think about um, uh, an issue and then look at it and think, what what is another way that I could get this uh, get this message out to people? Or what are you know twenty or thirty things that I've said to twenty or thirty different people that maybe should all come together and be um, a long article or a short book or or you know depending maybe a really long book. I know. Um, <laughs> you were involved in the process a little bit. I know when I started writing my first book, it started out as um, 10 little tips. You know, they're going to be like 10 paragraphs. That's, that's and, right. Uh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's about 110 pages. <laughs> right. Um, right. So, uh, uh, you know, it, it's fun to watch those things grow. And uh, I just want to tie back around because I think that, that really speaks well to what you said earlier, and that's the fact that um, it's that connection with other people that really brings uh, what you're trying to say to light. Um, yeah. um, I almost wonder sometimes if uh, if it wouldn't be a good idea for people in you know in, in the modern era, if we want to call it that, um, to take a look back at. What have I said on Facebook? What have I said on Twitter? Um, and I'm not talking about the crazy things like, uh, you know, hey, today I had such sure, and such yeah. for breakfast. Um, but, you know, the the insightful times that we do have, even in social media. And sure. um, and see if a pattern um, might be arising from that. Um, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can really see where that could be very helpful in uh, in a modern Twitter, Facebook, quick uh, quick conversation culture where you could find that, um, you know, you're saying the same thing. Uh, 
Well, and there there are many people who are using Facebook uh, to uh, write the, the kind of their personal conviction uh, 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 documents, and uh, they're writing daily kinds of reflections. So, so, so uh, Facebook especially is being used as as a tool for uh, communicating with uh, w- with an audience. I think that's a a really good suggestion. I think if people will make habit um, of whether it be Facebook or it be journaling, of um, getting down in writing the the things that you're learning and the questions that you're asking as well as answering um, is a good way of uh, of being able to then look back and see. Um, I, I I think you probably would agree that it's amazing during a uh, a period of our life how often the same thing keeps coming back up and uh, uh you know so i think that's a, that's really worthwhile to to make notes of that um wh- what would you say is the longest you've ever gone in one of those processes um from the germination of an idea to it actually showing up in in some form of written form whether that be a a published essay or a book or what have you. You know, I I don't uh, I don't think I have any uh, uh, perspective on that. Uh, the uh, the the I think it's important just to keep your own uh, keep your own file, even of what you have uh, on Facebook or something like that. Uh, keep a file of those things because they. Uh, they they're worth uh, reflecting on over time because it takes time to decide uh, what needs to uh, uh, become a larger project. So I'm going to leave everybody actually with that going into the break to realize and to let yourself give yourself permission that it's okay that if you've had this idea um, and you've got some notes around it, but it hasn't really grown into a full blown piece of literature that, that that's okay, that um, the time and the process is not only good, but it may be good for you. I've heard many, many pastors say that oftentimes the sermon that they're writing is really just for themselves, and then they speak it out to other people and let them hear it. Um, and I would encourage all of you the same thing, that, that um, even if that book hasn't blossomed yet, that you can see how much it's helped you and how much you've grown from that. So, again, we're going to take one last break here, and then we'll be right back, and Dr. Joy is going to give us a few more tips on really discovering our unique writing voice. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who've been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. 
And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Hi, this is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. The world needs you, and we want to help. I work with my wife, Kathy, and together we form the business development super team, Thrive Business Development. We are here to provide you with well-researched business strategies and empowered step-by-step courageous coaching to help you avoid overwhelm and break through to the next level of your business. Just for listening to the show, we want to give you a free gift. All you have to do is email steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We will help you get a free gift and access to specials from all of our guests. That's Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. Let us help you be a thriving entrepreneur today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Hi, this is Steve, and we're here talking with Dr. Joy about how to find and develop your unique writing voice for your business. Um, There's been so much great stuff that's come up today, and I've really appreciated the time. Dr. Joy, um, I know that you have a lot of books that you've written, and I think probably the easiest thing would be for people to just go to Amazon.com, and um, they would look for Dr. Donald M. Joy. Is that the is that the best search way to find your books? Uh, you can do that. Uh, let me give you another website uh, for out of print stuff uh, because oh, okay. uh, I, I think uh, most a lot of my books are still in print, but not all of them are. And that's addall.com. A D D A L L dot com. And uh, that lets you go drop down to the second part of the template and uh, where it's to, for used books. And uh, you just uh, ent- enter my name there and, and uh, books by Donald M. Joy. And uh, that, it will, uh, it'll keep you busy for a couple of hours uh, just uh, looking over what's there. And those are uh, usually available. And, and there, Adol uh, does not ship anything. Uh, they're just a, um, a, a conglomerate, and uh, so they will uh, they will be citing who's got it out there. But there are a lot more people than Amazon are out there, and many of them have much better offers than Amazon does. Though Amazon is good, and many of my titles there are uh, very inexpensive. You can often buy them for less than ten cents, plus shipping. <clears throat> and uh, and uh, used books are. Are uh, really worth uh, worth having if you're building a library. Yeah, I would encourage all of you to uh, to check out those different places. See if you can find some of the stuff that Dr. Joy has written. Um, we're always talking about transformation and having a transformational work within your life. 
uh, I know throughout the course of my life, there have been many of the books that Dr. Joy has written that uh, speak to both situations I've been through as well as uh, insightful ways of really understanding who you are, how you were made. Um, I'm always telling people you were made uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. And if you'd really like some good scientific, uh, well-researched answers for how are you made, how are you developed, why am I this way, um, I, I would encourage you to uh, to do some checking around and, and find some books um, that Dr. Joy has written and read them. I, I think you'll be glad you did, and you will find yourself enriched from uh, from that experience. So, Dr. Joy, before we let people go today, um, I always like to give them some kind of tips that they could use immediately, something that they could do to help express themselves in writing right now. What would be the the first couple of things that a person could do right now to really begin to express themselves in writing? Well, it seems to me that uh, that all has to come out of uh, the the wisdom that you've gained through some suffering or through some uh, breakthroughs, and especially uh, they've been uh, you've been uh, assisted in that by your interaction with some folks who uh, you really trust and and you've uh, you've gone over it uh, orally uh, in conversations with them uh, because you have to fabricate the language and uh, that doesn't happen very well just between you and the key keyboard mm-hmm. uh you really need to uh, fi- find your your structure and uh, the language for anything important to say and do that and uh, then you're on your way uh, to a, a project, and uh, th- this is a tough time to be uh, writing uh, uh, for a profit uh, because of the the changing uh, uh, changing media. Uh, so that uh, uh, I, you know, I think it'd be hard to find a publisher who is uh, willing to to take a, a new manuscript and advance you uh, royalties on it. Though it may be that you will get a breakthrough and you'll get an offer like that, but I think we're in a very different time because of communication. We just communicate so many other ways now than through written published books. So there's you. You'll find. I don't know what the future holds, but. Uh, it'll be good, and uh, what you have to offer is uh, very needed. So uh, um, uh, work through it and uh, find the language for it and uh, uh, get your project going. I couldn't agree more. I mean, y- you may need to look into things like self-publishing. Um, it's actually sure. incredible how inexpensive self-publishing actually can be. Um, well, especially uh, uh, get a free book from Amazon.com uh, and just uh, ask for the uh, uh, on on Amazon on uh, on self publishing with Amazon mm-hmm. because they 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 will both uh, publish and market your book and they will put it into Kindle and uh, most of the time I'm reading books on Kindle now uh, I buy very few uh, bound books. But I have a Kindle for my uh, desktop and for well, for my laptop, 
And so wherever I go, I can uh, <clears throat> open my Kindle reader and read. I'm uh, I'm reading uh, about two books a week, and these are major books uh, at my desktop. And that's a luxury way to read where where you have full screen. Uh, it's uh, it's just the right thing for me at uh, this time to to do mm-hmm. my do my reading. So uh, and uh, Amazon will 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 publish uh, your book there. So that's that's a good way to go. Yeah, that's that's where we did my first book, and, and like you said, it's just amazing how how easy actually that process is these days. Um, and uh, you, you don't have to necessarily go through the the back and forth with uh, you, you know with a big publishing company and those kind of expectations that they have from that. But I would encourage you, just as Dr. Joyce said early in the conversation, that you want to bounce that stuff off. Don't uh, don't be an island unto yourself uh, and just pontificate. Um, get some input from other people. It is actually fun to watch how even a little germ of an idea can grow and develop into something when you interact with other people and you say, hey, uh, what do you think about what I wrote here? And, um, you know, you might have to have a little bit of thick skin uh, because there are times when the people are going to say, well, what you said there really just doesn't make sense or, um, you know, you're not really being genuine with uh, with what's going on. But uh, I, I think it's worth it to do that. Dr. Joy, I just would really encourage you to one more time, uh, you know, talk for a minute or two to us about how important our interactions with people are in order to really develop our voice. Well, the 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 marvelous thing is that uh if you're uh, have some healthy relationships with other people, uh, those people would be glad to see a chapter uh of any project you're working on and give you feedback. And uh you know, don't just work with one person, uh, uh, find two or three and you don't need to pit them against each other. But just ask them if they'd be willing to read a chapter, and um, I, I think that's the way we got started, Steve. And uh, so it's it's fun, and uh, uh, people people have discretionary time, and so if it's uh, if you can uh, attach the digital uh, version of it from your computer and attach the document. Then that uh, don't don't send them a paper document, but send them something where they can do their editorial markings on it, and uh, send it back to you, and uh, you get a lot of help from that. Well, Dr. Joy, I've really appreciated your time today, um, sharing all of the years of wisdom and experience you've had in all the different writing mediums you've done. Um, thank you so much for for dedicating a little bit of time here with us today to talk about. Uh, finding our voice. Um, I just really want to leave everybody again with uh, the the comment that you made early and several times through it is how important our genuine, unique relationships with people are in our ability to express ourselves as ourselves. Um, I know I'm going to take that with me. Um, It's kind of my aha moment for this particular episode. And I really appreciate you uh, you sharing that with us and and giving us uh, of your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you. And if anybody wants to, I'll take an email at rodojoy, R-O-D-O-J-O-Y, 
at Juno.com. That's my oldest uh, email address, and uh, I still use it. Uh, so so uh, shoot me any kind of comment you'd like or question. I'll respond to it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I would encourage you guys, if you have any questions, I mean, if you want to talk about a gentleman that can speak wisdom into your life, um, I know that the darkest, worst things that I've gone through, and, and there have been some of them, um, when I'm just like, I don't even know where to turn next, um, that's stereotypically when that email goes out to Dr. Joy, and I'm like, I don't even know what to think on this to begin with. So um, <laughs> that that is an incredible offer. Um, I would encourage you all to, to, to take advantage of that. I can tell you that Dr. Joy may not be writing books, but he is still a very prolific writer um, via email, and um, you will get um, very insightful answers. I, I promise you, it's it's not one of those where it's like, oh, well, that sounds really bad. I'm sorry, you know, or the the trite, um, well, I'll be praying for you and thinking about you. No, I I can promise you, Dr. Joy will actually speak into your life and give you some insights to help you through what you're going through. And that and others in your life, speaking into your life, is one of the best ways you can become in your own life a thriving entrepreneur. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. Hi, this is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. The world needs you, and we want to help. I work with my wife, Kathy, and together we form the business development super team, Thrive Business Development. We are here to provide you with well-researched business strategies and empowered, step-by-step, courageous coaching to help you avoid overwhelm and break through to the next level of your business. Just for listening to the show, we want to give you a free gift. All you have to do is email Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We will help you get a free gift and access to specials from all of our guests. That's Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. Let us help you be a thriving entrepreneur today.